Welcome to the Boost Podcast with Kelly Leonard. The podcast providing you with immediate access to tools, tips, and tactics to boost your business and career success. Build your brand, optimize relationships, obtain more leads, secure thought leadership space, and tap into new markets. It's the Boost Podcast. And now, here's Kelly Leonard. Hello and welcome to this special episode of The Boost Podcast. I was recently interviewed by my dear friend and fellow podcaster, Stephen A. Hart. On Stephen's podcast, Trailblazers.fm, he digs deep into conversations with black creatives, best-selling authors, entrepreneurs, and business leaders. During this fun and information-rich episode, Stephen and I covered a lot of juicy topics. Among them, how to practically move a thought from ideation to execution, the power of building strong associations, and my newest project, Rise and Run, which seeks to remove barriers of entry for black individuals seeking elected political offices. In our short time together, Stephen and I covered quite a bit, so get ready, good people. Tune in and then blaze your trail over to Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, or tbpod.com to subscribe to trailblazers.fm. Trust me, you will be happy you did. And oh, while you're at it, visit riseandrun.academy to learn more about Rise and Run. And if you're black, live in Montgomery County, Maryland, and pondering the notion of running for elected office, apply today for Rise and Run. Okay, now, let's tune in. Kelly, good morning, my friend. Hey, hey, Stephen. Kelly, it's been probably close to five years because you are one of the first two dozen guests on Trailblazers when we just started. My very first guest uh, that we did a live interview right here in this office. Yeah, um, I remember you sitting out. at the edge of this desk and I'm trying to figure out, you know, how do I conduct a live interview? <laughs> um, so there's so many firsts, but in, in this season, in this year and, and 2021 sometimes feels like an extension of 2020, uh, the, the decade of 2020. Yeah. Um, what what are you feeling most grateful for right now? Wow. You know, I think as I reflect on 20. 20. I think, you know, we learned one thing for sure that our health is one of our biggest assets. Right. And so I just, I, I'm very thankful for while, while I got my share of bumps and bruises relative to what we see going on in our community and around the world, I am so grateful to be in good health. Yeah. have been protected throughout this season of just challenges because my god I am so 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 blessed yeah yeah, yeah. I I couldn't agree more I couldn't agree more it's it's something and and family mm. um you know it, it's it's crazy at the heart house uh <laughs> with these two kids still here uh during during the school at home uh, but having having the the village, uh, you know, alongside us, Kristen's dad comes up here every morning, snow, ice, rain. He shows up at the door at 8 a.m. And he is Nigel's person on this side, helping him navigate the school day. And I am forever grateful for that. Um, 
and I'm sure Nigel will be too in in due season when he looks back on this this time. So, absolutely, um, absolutely. And I miss see, I miss. Oh my gosh, Christian's parents! I miss seeing like you know those times in church. We're and at I, church. Yeah, it's just the, those times of connectedness. That's yes, I miss that so much. Yeah, that's uh, Kelly and. Kelly and, and Jerome, her husband, uh, Kristen's parents and I, we would all be at church, kind of sit in the same general areas. <laughs> uh, and that's that's kind of how we met. Um, but, you know, for everyone watching, uh, Kelly is an amazing trailblazer uh, that I think sets sets a great example for blazing your trail. You are always active right here in our community in in Maryland more specifically in Montgomery County and over years so we're not talking about a one-off instance of Kelly saying oh I'm gonna just help out here Um, you are forever a a, a person I can look to uh, for how do I connect how do I get myself involved? Uh, how do I stay abreast of what's happening in small business in Montgomery County? Um, I feel like you are the person who knows and supports and has been part of, even when you're doing, I swear Kelly has like a little Jamaican in her DNA because Kelly got like 10 jobs at all times. But her and her husband are just so anchored and so supportive. and. Um, I'm just going to, you know, give you your flowers right now because you are just, you know, amazing when it comes to that. And, um, you know, yet again, you're finding a new way to like those ideas swirling in your head to, you know, I I need to to, to find another way to to, to help um, and to create impact. I feel like impact is my word of 2021. Um, and in this very first interview that I'm doing in live stream on Trailblazers, I wanted my sister, um, my, you know, a, a trailblazer who I look up to, to come on and have this dialogue about a new organization that you've created, Rise and Run. Um, and I won't do it as much justice as you will. So I'd, I'd love for you to tell us a little bit about um, first Let's talk about what inspired the thought of Rise and Run. What was that problem that you thought, you know what, I'm busy, but this is more important? Yeah. And so while you talk and I I drink from my Kelly Leonard mug. And I have mine too. So cheers, my friend. Cheers. (laughs) When you you mentioned um, your morning walks with the dog and how the dog is ready to, to come back. And you're like, no, let's go, let's go, let's go. And that's your time with God. And so I have found myself, um, particularly with COVID, I was always sort of a, a walker, but with with um, us being the social distancing and just being at home more, I find myself walking more. Yeah. And those are really my times where I'm thinking and just reflecting as well. And I had, gosh, I'm trying to remember. I want to say it was back in um, October, if I'm not mistaken. It was during the last, um, if you're familiar with Girls Trek. Um, So Girls Trek. So it's a a group of women, Black women, Mm -hmm. who um, put out these walking, it's a walking challenge. And and Uh, the one 
And I cannot do the organization justice. It's just a, I mean, these sisters are, I mean, you talk about black girl magic. It's like just these sisters are powerful. Nice. And so they had put out, it was a 30 day challenge. And during this 30 day walking challenge, it was, it was walking, but it was also mixed with um, these sessions where they would interview or provide recordings of interviews of, of different, just powerful women on different topics. And there was one um, interview of uh, Cora Bush, mm. Cori Bush. And so, so, um, so in that interview, I was listening around her journey and it was not too long um, before that I had watched AOC's documentary yeah. on um, Netflix, Netflix yeah. knocking down the house. Yeah. And so it was, I think, the my walk on Girls Trek and then the documentary that I had sat, seen, all of this was colliding in my, in my head. And on this particular walk, I was also thinking about the fact that we were gearing up to vote on some new legislation here in Montgomery County to expand the number of seats in our county council. And so I started thinking, you know what, wouldn't it be interesting? And I also knew that because of previous legislation that had been passed, um, there were a certain number of legislators who were, because of term limitations, going to be stepping down, mm-hmm. two of whom are um, minorities. So I figured, OK, well, even if the legislation doesn't pass to expand the number of seats on county council, certainly at a minimum, three new seats are going to open up. Yeah. We have anywhere from three to five seats opening up. And then once the legislation passed, you know, fast forward to legislating legislation passing. And now you've got up to five seats that are open. But throughout that process, I was thinking, what can we be doing now to prepare for the fact that seats are going to be opening up? And how do we get folks excited about running for political office and what are the challenges that we face as the county? Um, one of our biggest ones being around economic development. Um, you know, the fact that Montgomery County, unfortunately, over the last few years um, has suffered from, um, you know, we've kind of rested. We've gotten really complacent around why wouldn't you want to live in Montgomery County? Why wouldn't you want to start a business here? But then word got out that maybe Montgomery County isn't all that business friendly. And maybe Howard County and Fairfax County and all these neighboring jurisdictions, maybe they are better places to live and do business. And you've got on top of that, the fact that you've got a growing number as our population ages, a number of our aging um, adults because of how expensive it is to live Mm -hmm. here. Mm. And they no longer have children in the school system. They're now moving out of the county. I mean, why should they stay? They no longer need the school, so to speak. And so, um, so yeah, so I was just thinking about all these things. And I said, you know what, I, I would love to put together some resources to support Black people specifically um, in securing elected positions in the county. Because first and foremost, I think our, our challenges are unique. Mm-hmm. And oftentimes our challenges go unaddressed. And um, and the, the fact of the matter is, is, is while initially, you know, when I, I broached the idea with a handful of people, they their first response was, OK, well, why is it got to be about black people? Why can't it just be minorities? And I said, mm, here's the thing. More often than not, when we 
um, un- when we unveil programs and call them minority programs, it's, let's it's, take white, it's white women or yeah. You better tell somebody, Stephen. Yeah. Yeah, even when you talk about EEO, who were the biggest beneficiaries? When we talk about MBE certifications and set-asides for minority business, the biggest beneficiaries are oftentimes white women. Mm-hmm. And so, and not to say that, and I love my white sisters. Yeah. However, I also think that I, I wanted to be able to position this program in a time and space where we were really intentional about amplifying black voices. Yes. Ashley says, say that. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. And it it hooked us up here. Um, Everyone listening to Kelly talk about Girl Trek, you can go check out their organization. Um, Absolutely extraordinary. I learned so much from this organization. So do not sleep. On Girl Trek. I mean, it is a powerful, powerful organization. Yes. Support them, buy their merch, walk with them, do what you need to do to support that organization. So let's continue on, right? So you you have, th- that's the problem. How do you connect the problem to, this is where a lot of people have that gap, right? You have this thought, a million people have that idea. They see the problem. And I'm even challenging um, Layla right now, Kelly. I don't even know where where I put it, and I don't have it somewhere here at the desk. I'm always saying, Layla, a business solves a problem. Yeah. How, you know, uh, um, Tanika Montgomery, our, our mutual friend, yes, love got, myself got Layla involved in, in a kid's entrepreneur uh, business fair in Rockville a couple years back, and I got her selling rocks. For those who know my daughter, knows she's the most introverted uh, human being who talks to no one and I put her out there uh, to sell rocks and she loves the art side but talking to you is painful so I say you know how do you, you know what problem are you solving and she comes down here with a script you know imagine <laughs> and she's working through this wow. so you know you have this idea in your head Kelly and and so many uh, black entrepreneurs, professionals listening to this, we all have these great ideas. How do you transition from this idea to rise and run? You know, how did that 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 all take place? Yeah, that's a great great question, Stephen. And so much of it. So, I um, my tagline, or when I think of okay, who is Kelly Leonard? I'm a catalyst, compass, and connector. Mm. And so I tend to my passion is really knowing people and being in a position where I can, can connect people to resources. And so I started reflecting in my mental Rolodex, who are the people that I know who would be interested in something like this? Who are the people that I could, that I know who could get behind helping this happen? Because I'm real good at coming up with ideas, but I am only one person. And I also know that I need to stay in my lane, right? Those of us who live in Montgomery County know 270 or anywhere in the world, you swerve out of your lane, there's going to be trouble, right? <laughs> Go into somebody else's lane, there's going to be trouble. So so there's safety in your lane. Stay and, in uh, your lane. <laughs> and so I started reflecting on a conversation that I had had with um, a, a friend of my, well, I, I call him a friend. I think we're, we're mutual friends and someone who I have a tremendous amount of respect for, David Blair. So mm-hmm. David 
is someone here, very well known, respected here in Montgomery County. Um, and right after the George Floyd murder, yeah. um, I had the opportunity because I serve on one of um, Dave, I serve on the advisory board for one of David's nonprofits. And um, he and I had a really interesting, really good conversation right after the George Floyd murder. Mm-hmm. Um, and he he was very vulnerable, very transparent in that moment, just really sharing how he recognizes his privilege, his white privilege, and wanted to be very thoughtful about helping people who do not have and and do not have opportunities, the same access, the same opportunities as someone like he has had through the years. And so I reflected on this walk again, as, as you asked, like, okay, well then how does this happen? I was reflecting on, okay, who do I know? Who would be that list of A, the, who would be the team that I would want to pull together and at least approach about this idea? And David was one of the first people I thought about mm-hmm. um, because David has access to resources. David has influence. Um, and so I went to David and I just said, hey, look, <laughs> here's this crazy idea that I have. Would you be interested? And he was like, absolutely. Mm. This like sounds like something that, you know, our family foundation can get behind. Tell me more. Like, what is your vision for this? How can we partner together? I want to help solve this problem. And so, yeah. And then, you know, and in tandem with that, I started reaching out to a core group of um, black influencers. You were one of the first people that I reached out to here in the county, recognizing that again, I am only one person. I cannot, shame on me if I ever even thought that I could do this by myself. Mm -hmm. Um, And so I reached out to a handful of folks, floated the idea by them uh, and got buy-in from a number of individuals who said, yeah, let's roll up our sleeves and do this. This is something that needs to be done. The, the interesting thing about the whole process, Stephen, has been just the amount of um, it's the love that we've received. But then we've also seen, received a little bit of, you know, shade. yeah, oh, my gosh, the shade is real. And I'm like, you know, and every time I get shade, I'm thinking to myself, that's why I can't run for office because I've been <laughs> told you. So, yeah, so it's funny because when people really get to know me, and, and you can ask my family too, they're they're like, ooh, I ain't, I've never seen that. I never experienced this. Like, really, girl? Oh, you about to take your earrings off about? So, yeah, so I'm like, yeah. In one of our initial meetings with this core group of uh, of influencers here in, in the county, black people who I really respect in the county. And they were like, oh, well, you should, why don't you run? And I was like, no, 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 that's not the purpose of this organization. Mm-hmm. And so um, I said, because the only way that I would run is if Jesus himself penned a note and put it in my, and was like, Kelly, you need to run. But unless I hear from Jesus, like y'all ain't gonna convince me <laughs> to get out of my lane because I know, you know, I kind of know what my path and my purpose and my calling is. And I want to stay, stay true to that. Yeah. Yeah. You know, there's, there's a gem that I want to circle back to that you just dropped. Uh, And in case you're watching and you missed it uh, again, I asked how we transfer this idea to, to something tangible, to something real. And in too many of us have an idea 
that we are sitting on and we think, oh, one day I'm going to have all the resources. One day I'm going to figure this out by myself. And what Kelly just shared was instead of sitting down and saying one day, Kelly started day one by just saying, who else can help me see this idea through? And I think sometimes we we are so protective that this is our idea. And if we tell anyone else, they're going to steal the idea, right? Um, how many people go through that, right? Where they're like, I can't speak this out loud to anyone. You need to be able to have a circle uh, who you can feel comfortable um, speaking to. And the truth is, you might speak that idea out, but ain't nobody, God gave you that idea for a reason um, yeah. to, to head, you know, to spearhead that. So uh, if there is an idea you're working through um, that, you know, you know, you are the one to bring that to life. You need to start talking to people in your sphere and leveraging uh, people who have the strength uh, where you are weak. And, and so, you know, I, I love that you and David connected on this. And, um, and so what's, what's the next steps in this journey now? Where, where are we in the Rise and Run process? Yeah, that's a great question. We actually, we just had our kickoff event, right. our web-based kickoff event, and did a, had a wonderful, rich, very rich conversation with um, one of our council members, Craig Rice, who's a dear friend, and he really shared his heart about, you know, what are the things to expect or what he wished he had known before he ran and the importance of having family buy in to, um, you know, these political aspirations. And so we had that conversation. Um, And right now we're in the process where we're accepting applications for folks to be a part of Rise and Run, because at the end of the day, Rise and Run, what we are is we are a training ground. So we provide candidates who are interested in running for elected political office with the resources that they need in order to make a really thoughtful decision as to whether or not they even want to run. So going through this program, which is about 12, well, it's about three months. um, Actually, no, it's longer than that. It's about six months long (laughs) program where you'll get access to all of the the tools that you need to know, you know, information about campaign finance, about fundraising, about, you know, building your database, you're creating your stump speech, giving folks all the information that they need to know in order to make an educated decision. So the idea is not for folks to come into Rise and Run knowing 100% with full certainty that they want to run for office, but rather it's if they even have an inkling of an interest in running for office and they just want to get more information so that they can make a fully informed decision. Mm -hmm. Great program for them because then at the other end or the other side of the program, the idea would be for them to then make a decision that, okay, yeah, you know what? I feel like I'm fully informed and can make an educated decision as to whether or not this is something that's for me or not. So it's really the idea is right now to apply for the program. We're accepting applications through the 1st of March. Um, and we are, I'm glad you're on that qualifications page. because This is an interesting thing as well, because, you know, while we welcome any and all individuals to run for office, and certainly anyone can apply for the program, we're looking for unique qualifications in terms of the ideal types of candidates who we believe the county needs right now. So yes, it's black candidates. And yes, it's also helpful, I think, for the candidates to have some 
um, have a, a business friendly, a reputation for being business friendly, for these folks to have either private industry, private sector um, background, have the ability to know and understand legislation that's designed to really help support economic development. Because the challenge that I see us having oftentimes when um, when we talk about candidacy and running for office is we have this desire to help, um, you know, whether it's uh, creating solutions around homelessness or joblessness or closing the education gap. All of those things take money. And so if we can't increase our tax base to be able to pay for all those great programs, then we're really just going to put the county further and further in debt and or an inability for us to do the actual things that are necessary in order for all ships to rise in our county. So we're really looking for candidates who are well-versed and qualified and understanding legislation that's designed to, number one, increase our tax base or increase our tax um, base, but also to bring jobs here, to mm-hmm. encourage business to want to come here. So making sure that folks have a, again, a business friendly reputation and, and sort of qualifications that align with a business friendly political climate. Yeah. Yeah. Kelly, I just, just have to big you up, man. I mean, this is amazing what you've already accomplished even before this first cohort gets going. You talked about Craig Rice. I love that he came on in that in that call and and just was real yeah. um, about you know the, the 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 important sides of it, but also the challenges that come with uh, being you know an elected official. Um, and impact of that. But um, for those that are giving thoughts, and I hope that someone in, in this dialogue, whether in the live or in, in the archive on, on social, um, if this is something that you feel a calling toward, we need representation matters. It matters in, in all facets of business and definitely in government. I think we've seen um, the, the the lack of that over the past several years. And so um, if you are here in the DMV and you think that, you know, you are in Montgomery County, Maryland, I should be more specific. Um, and and this is something that speaks to you. Uh, I, I I would encourage you to, to look at, um, and I'm just going to throw up uh, the, the website here again. Um, but, you know, I, I, I wanted us to have this dialogue because I think that you are doing something that once again is blazing a trail. And even if somebody's watching this and they're in somewhere in California, they can look at this model that you're creating and, and see a pathway um, to, you know, Kelly's or, or Stacey Abrams right here in Montgomery County and just say, oh, you know, I'm going to I'm going to lift this up. I'm going to take the baton and run. Um, so um, and this is how 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 trailblazing is done. Right. You are you are blazing a new path forward and you're leaving crumbs. Um, and marks um, for others to follow. So uh, I can't thank you enough for the work you're doing. I'm just so inspired and so motivated by you. Um, you are truly a blessing and an amazing sister. Thank you for that, Stephen. Now, I would be remiss if I didn't say, look, there is, Stacey Abrams is one of a kind. One of a kind. One, one of a kind. 
Oh my gosh, my sister is whoo. Yes. She has certainly inspired me. And on those times when I do get those calls and folks are like, why is it only for black people? Why is it only? And so she certainly has inspired me and so many other individuals. And and so, yeah, Stephen, I tell you what, I am just, I love you to the moon. You are just, you, the work that you do is so needed. I love the fact that it's not just, I mean, people may be tuning in for the first time and just learning about Trailblazers podcast and the fact that, they, you know, they may be thinking, oh, it's Black History Month. Here's something new. No, 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 no. It's Black History three All year long. <laughs> I know with Stephen Hart. So thank you so much, brother, for everything that you do for just just being an extraordinary example of just what black excellence means, what it looks like in your family, in the community, with all the work that you do. So so thank you, my friend. God bless you. Appreciate you. So before I let you go, um it wouldn't be trailblazers if I didn't ask you, uh, because we didn't even get into to boost and and the, you know I told everybody you got like a million hats, right? Uh, Kelly's also a podcaster. Tell us how uh, we can how we can continue the conversation. How can people stay abreast of the things that you do and where where we can connect with you? I'll share your a couple of your social links where you're real active here. Yeah, absolutely. So best place for me um, is LinkedIn. So I spend a lot of time on LinkedIn. I will tell you this. Please do not just send me a random connection request. Please let me know. Hey, I saw you on Blazer Nation. Because if you don't do that, (laughs) I may just ignore your request. I'm just being real. I may ignore your request, especially if your profile looks a little janky. Um, But yeah, the best places for me are um, LinkedIn as well as Twitter. Or you can, if you go to kellytleonard.com, you can find me there. Um, But yeah, I would love to stay connected with folks. But yeah, please be sure to just say, hey, I I heard you on Blazer Nation or Stephen mentioned you. Because yeah, because I'm very, uh, I'm selective in who I connect with. And it's not because I'm snooty, because trust me, I love all people. It's just, you know, the trolls, they're, they're out there. So we are going to have you back and me and you're going to have a conversation just about LinkedIn. Cause yeah. that, cause Kel- Kelly legit, it, a lot of people are jumping on the LinkedIn bandwagon right now in the last year. I'm talking about five years ago when I had Kelly on, Kelly was talking LinkedIn, right? So <laughs> Kelly is. There's the, big money on LinkedIn. Big money. OG. You know how and, to use it. And you've you've made some some real great connections there. Yeah. Five years ago, when I had you on a podcast, you were talking about amazing things you were doing via LinkedIn. So yeah. we need to have that co- conversation. But um, thank you so much. Thank you once again. What's one action that our Blaze Nation hopping off this this chat should do this week that's going to help them to blaze their trail? You know, it's okay. Here's one. It's going to sound like really Kelly. That's what you got. Go on a walk. Go on a walk and just unplug. Just be outside. Be in the And I don't care where you are. I don't care if you're in the Northeast and it's cold as I don't know. Actually, the cold will is probably to your advantage. Go on a walk. Spend some time with yourself. Just unplug. Breathe and yes. listen. Just yes. listen. Those ideas are out there. They're perfect. Don't go out there with AirPods. <laughs> no. No, just disconnect. Disconnect. Just on a walk. Breathe, listen, because those ideas are out there. There are so many ideas, rich ideas that are out there. We just need to 
allow time and space to listen and to hear. Yes. Kelly, that is such a gem. And I couldn't agree more. That's that's how I get back to the present because we're, yeah. we're often thinking immediately of the 10 million, you know, fires that we need to put out. And that walk this morning, taking a dog on a walk, I'm looking down and I'm thinking of all the million things. And while you're on that walk, just look up. Yes. Look up, look at, you know, um, God's creation, right? Um, and and put yourself back in the present. And as a way, everyone's dealing with some measure of anxiety with this pandemic. Yeah. As a way of bringing you right back to the present, removing all that, that anxiety and helping you to start a day from a, a good place or end it, you know? So, Absolutely. Um, you have a great day. Thank you so much. Everybody, go learn more about Rise and Run. And, um, and 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 follow Kelly definitely on Twitter, but come correct if you're going to connect to her on LinkedIn. <laughs> well, that concludes this episode of the Boost Podcast. Thank you again for listening in. If you don't mind, if you could like, subscribe, or share the podcast with a friend, I would greatly appreciate it. For more information on anything Boost related, you can visit our website at www.kellytleonard.com. 